Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with who? With Nick Huffman. And where are we? We're at the Looney Bin here in Bradley, Illinois. And this would be your establishment. It is. It definitely is. <laughs> Welcome back, by the way. Oh, thank you. Why, why do I always feel like when I come here, I, I do dumb shit and I get in trouble? I have no idea why you feel that way. That's what you're supposed to do. How do you, that's how I got the name, because you walk in normal, but you don't leave till you're feeling all R-worded. <laughs> This is a kind of a character in itself establishment. Uh, it's has a interesting sense of decoration. It is kind of a beat thrash kind of place, but you support the music scene like hardly anybody I've ever met before. I appreciate that. I, you know, to me is it's it's a black and white issue when they say support live music. You either do it or you don't. Right. And there's it's not just a bumper sticker. It's not a T-shirt. You're either all in or you're not. And I, to be honest, with the hours that this job entails and the work it entails, you'd have to be crazy to want to do this job for any other reason than that you support live music right it's one of those conundrums that there's so many bad guys you hear of them all the time in this business and i don't know how the hell they get here or why because if i didn't if this wasn't who i was as a person i would not do it in a million years you know and every time i've been here i've seen a band play and it could be either a national act or it could be a local. You, you want to have national acts here, but that isn't all you do. You try to support local bands and up-and-coming bands. We're on year 10 right now. We opened in 2010, and the bar before Looney Bin was called Dr. Judy's, which okay. didn't have bands r- rarely. I mean, they had played in front of the back door behind poles. Okay. No stage, no lights, nothing. So when we came in and tried to book bands, I remember the locals laughing in our face. I'll never, ever forget that. Saying but, it's not going to work. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do it. And they won't play. Well, the guys from Guns N' Roses will. <laughs> ten, you know, ten, ten, you ten, know? Years, ten years ten later. Ten years later, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't even wrap my head around it, to be honest with you. I'm just grateful. You know, and that's interesting because where I live in Boston, you know, we've had a rich music history as far as having places for bands to play. There's some very storied types of you know locations that are there. But Boston's had a really hard time as far as keeping that local music thing alive because a lot of the venues now have gotten bought up by Live Nation. So they won't, you know, the, the small bands can't play unless they're on that bill, they're on tour with that national that's coming through. They can't get in. They can't get booked. You know, for you to do something like that not only helps out music in general but it really helps out your community you know um it's it's funny you say that because 10 years ago even five years ago and as little as maybe a year ago the community looked at us kind of like we were a pain in the ass okay because we, <laughs> okay. we were the rock and roll place well now the mayor is kind of trying to bring us on board and make us a part of the whole thing okay. because they see it as a as a plus yeah I mean, which is funny to me because we haven't changed if anything <laughs> if anything we've accelerated like the snowball headed for hell you know you you've worn them down a little bit so they're finally and you know that whole thing that if you can't beat them join them right that's interesting when you talk about something like that about you know the mayor taking an interest in you know a beat thrash kind of rock and roll place you know you do a lot with the communities you do stuff for the school system where you run a charity and pay off this kid's school lunch um you know that that idea came from josh morningstar who's a country music songwriter actually he just wrote a handful of songs on um, Cody Jinx's new album. Okay. And I, I read a Facebook post saying he walked into a school. I'm not sure if it was a school that meant anything to him or a random one, but he paid off some school lunch balances that were past due and just kind of suggested paying that forward as a Christmas idea. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Well, as you're sitting right now, if you look above, there's hooks everywhere. 
above on the ceiling and the bartenders like to decorate i've never been into decoration so when we get full of um ornaments every year i can't wait to get them down one year i bought a drone and i droned them (laughs) damn things down but this year i thought to myself i've got it i could sell them for a buck a piece and then we could donate that money to that so nobody can get mad at me for getting rid of the decorations because it goes to charity huh I beat the system. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) So we get rid of all of them, and I'm bartending that night. It was a Tuesday night. I'm just happy, like Ric Flair strutting, that I got rid of these things. And if you remember the the bird lady from Home Alone 2, a woman comes in the front door like that with a couple garbage bags full of ornaments and goes, I brought you some more ornaments. And that's when I realized, shit, I'm the ornament guy. <laughs> but do you, okay, so I, I remember when this, when you did it this year, uh, they took your picture yeah. and put it in the paper. and. Yeah. And uh, for what you did for the school, and and the superintendent was with you, right? Um, The superintendent, the principal, and um, Nicole, who I graduated with, she's uh, in charge of the money. So she's the one you don't trust in Monopoly. (laughs) So when you talk about, you know, how the town thought you were kind of, you know, the bar and and this establishment was a pain in the ass for the town, and now they're doing that, what do you, did you get a kind of like a weird look on any of these people's faces when you went in to, to meet with them and stuff? like that because you had done this wonderful thing for the school no it's actually the third year that that we've done it and it's gone so well that three years in a row we've paid off um not only every kid in the school because we started with just the school in our own backyard right but the entire school district like we made it where coming back no kids had a balance so right that was pretty neat it's kind of interesting it's kind of like having the you know the dad that shows up to the pta meetings it's all covered in tattoos and piercings and stuff like that you know i, I love the picture because you looked as proud as you could be <laughs> well it was funny they wanted me to go down there and take a picture and i said guys i don't i don't really want to do that i yeah so they came here when mm-hmm. i was at work and i went are you going to take one with us since we're here and i went ah, <laughs> i guess now, and you had a, a particular type of Christmas sweater on, yeah? Nature Boy Ric Flair. <laughs> I mean, that's who Christmas was uh, named after, I think. You <laughs> wore the community down to the fact where they are starting to really support you, wanting to be involved um, with you. I, I, I don't know if it's that or if they've just shrugged their shoulders and went, okay, fine. Let them. <laughs> we can't stop them, so we might as well just let them do it. Yeah. yeah. So I want to ask you a question, and I've Uh-oh. always, kind of, I've always kind of wanted to to find out this. Okay. When you started this ten years ago, was this your original idea of what you wanted to do? Yeah, I still have no idea what I'm doing. You're just freewheeling it. Uh, ten years ago, there were three of us. It was me, me mom, and dad, mm-hmm. and it was because it was both dad and I's dream to do the bar thing. I was doing comedy at the time Mm -hmm. and just had a CD that was doing well, so it made sense to quit doing it in other places here when I could do my own. Right. And he wanted a place where he could hang out with his old timers in the daytime, so it was perfect. I could do the night and he could do the day and we could use mom's name for the paperwork because he and I are the kind of guys that you don't put on paperwork. (laughs) And then he ended up dying back in January of 14 and... um, she ended up selling her part, then buying it back a couple years later. She's back, and it's great. I've I've been here the whole time. 
and it's it's kind of been I've done my own thing mm-hmm. the whole time, believe it or not. <laughs> um, it, it's weird. Because I, I tell everybody that I have no idea what in the hell I'm doing. If I had to explain it to somebody, it's like Field of Dreams. My hands move. It's, I just don't feel like it's my work. When people start a business, they usually have an idea of what they envision it to be. I think probably one of the reasons why this place has been as successful as it has is because you are freewheeling it. You are just kind of going with the flow. It's super organic. Um, you know, Earth's kind of a perfect system if that if you just leave well enough alone. Don't overthink and it. No. It people ask all the time, Hey, have you ever tried to get and the answer is always no. Because I don't reach out. Right. It's one of those that anybody who wants to be a part of what we're doing, we welcome them with open arms. But that's who's going to be here because they're the ones who should be. Careful what you wish for. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So you've had, out of the people that have played here, you've had local bands, you've had guys that were in Guns N' Roses, you have had Afro Man play here. Five times or six times? One or the other. Five. Who's on your bucket list to perform here? Oh, man. Mini Kiss. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, Mini Kiss, because I just think it's ridiculous, and I like ridiculous. Um, God, a bucket list. That's a good question. I mean, my favorite band's GNR. Okay. I don't see that ever happening, but... You never know. We've had one of them. Yep. One current, anyway. There's so many many opportunities, it's hard to narrow it down. Gosh... That's a hell of a question. I mean, the level of bands. Or, or okay. if it was Phil and the Illegals ver- version of um, the Pantera set, Okay. That. That? Yeah. I think Phil would be an interesting guy to play here. Oh, uh, he'd be fun. That'd get things torn up pretty good. Yeah, if he can hang. <laughs> so. No, that was a joke, right. by the way. Yeah, and, and, we, and we will have to say that you don't drink. You no. run a bar, but you don't drink. I used to. And that's why you don't drink now. Um. Well, <laughs> I, I don't because I had, I don't even know what triglycerides are still to this day. But I know that when my blood work uh, was done the, at the end of April back in 2017, that they were at a fatal number as I sat in the doctor's office. And I went, ah, shit. It wasn't drinking related, though. It was something else. But right. I know if the drinking you, wouldn't like if if it. you picture what is that your pancreas mm-hmm. like a like the size of your fist or whatever and you're attacking it on one side from drinking the other side from whatever's wrong with it it's going to go away quicker in my mind so I figure if I Cut hit one the one out. side yeah. and sure as shit the doctor high fives me every time I get blood work now so you've done comedy you've done stuff with radio you yep. run a rock bar uh, music venue sorta of, yeah sort of. <laughs> <laughs> that that one's still questionable. I mean, it's small, but but the one thing I noticed since I've met you, and every time I come back here, and I'm looking around right now, I think you personally just want to be an artist. Well, funny story. A year ago, I couldn't paint anything at all. I, I had no talent. I my hell, I might still not, but. One of the bartenders, Liz, had this great idea when we were redoing the floor. She was with me at four something in the morning. I'm tearing out the floor, and she's going, because that's what she sounds like. She's, you know what you need to do with these ceilings because these tiles are all screwed up and they look like shit. 
you ought to have somebody paint them, and you, we could paint them. I'll do one. You'll do one. The bands could do one. It'll look great. Just use them like canvases. And I went, well, that's actually a really good idea. We went, we left and went straight to her house and did the first couple. Hers is still up there. Mine was so bad, it's painted over. <laughs> and the, for about three weeks, people were gung-ho wanting to contribute to these tiles. But afterward, um, that meant Nick had over 300 to do alone. At which point you learn. <laughs> but what what I'd learned, like in the bigger scheme of things in that process, was when people um, get overwhelmed and whatnot at work, they mm-hmm. say things like, I need the sun, I need the beach, I need the bayou, I need this. They They really don't, though. I mean, that's their way to get away, but what they really need is their head to take a break from where it's at. Right. And I found out just like driving that my hands move, my feet move, my eyes even move, but I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. It just kind of autopilots but in that time if you ever have those problems where the answer just doesn't come to you and you could walk away and it pops in your mind that's the time it all gets solved you know the last time i came down here i watched you just painting uh you (laughs) and i you and i have talked at three in the morning and you're painting Uh uh-huh you know like you said you look up and you know look at the ceiling in this place and every one of these ceiling tiles has some sort of artwork on it but then again over in the back you have what 25 canvases i have with, no idea with how many paintings on them yeah i have no idea how many there are here and the, the last i knew there were 50 some but heck i added a couple more yesterday so well if the bar doesn't work out you know you could open up an art gallery people offer to buy those which is weird to me but i don't even have an idea of what i would sell them for what so you charge yeah yeah well, just put some ridiculous amount on it. Like 350 <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. You know what? Uh, I appreciate the time. Uh, I appreciate everything. I, I wanted to say something to you okay. also because your job is one of the most thankless jobs in the industry. It really is because even, even though, especially a lot of the things you do get blabbermouth and they do get exposure Mm -hmm. that could also flip the other way if Mm -hmm. the artist doesn't like what gets blabbermouth correct and that is not your fault what runs when they're the mouth that ran so a lot of times it's the opposite of a thankless job but as somebody who has a venue the the hardest part is to keep fans engaged yeah in the quality content which you and I've had this talk before with interviewers. The quality content's what got lost in this generation. But guys like you could still deliver that quality content and make guys like me's jobs still exist because the fans can grasp on to what you do. Well, I appreciate So I that. appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate that. That's, and that's... I appreciate the support here also. You know what? I, I can honestly say that there's been a few places in my life that I've went and actually felt comfortable. Um, there's a bar at home that I go to that is my spot. Um, I feel like I'm Norm from Cheers. But this is one of those places for me. I feel comfortable coming here. I did the first time I walked in the door. And it just has that kind of vibe about it where this is, uh, you know, I walk in and I'm like, this is my kind of place. You I know? appreciate so that. So I, I think whether you think you're doing a good job or not, I think you're doing a I great just, job. You know, I, I just, uh, I never stop to think. I guess I just keep going forward because... I haven't slowed down enough to be able to yet. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. The Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.